I'm here to show you what the best practices are to change your life and to become more successful in everything you do. So 39, perspective. How you doing? Rev Fred here. So this podcast is about um, perspective. You know, I preached about it yesterday at church. And so it's sort of... This is a condensed version of it. So basically perspective is something that I think that is uh, critical to our development. And I think it is the actual reason why we're on earth as right now, like for all of us, anybody who's ever existed, who's lived on earth as a physical being is all to gain perspective. That's what it's for. Because, and develop faith. Faith in God, even though we're going through struggles of everyday life. And we're not sitting in the presence of God, seeing how great and glorious he is all the time. And getting stagnant to that. The the alien, the alien, the angels in heaven were with God all the time. Yet one third rebelled which shows a couple things. One is that they didn't have perspective on how good they had it in the presence of God in heaven all the time. And so they thought that things could be better. They thought, oh, if I could be more like him and not be the thing that's worshiping him, that would be better. And so they wanted to be God. Satan wanted to be God. He was the one who received the worship for people and from other angels for God. He wanted to receive that for himself. And so then one third of the angels in heaven agreed with Satan and they were all cast out of heaven. And so they didn't have perspective. They didn't realize, like they didn't go through hardships like we go through hardships down here and to see how difficult life can be sometimes and to fight the good fight of faith here on the planet earth. We're, we're fighting, we're, we're working hard, we're doing what we need to do and we still have faith in God, we still love God. We're still in relationship with God even though there's the struggles. We don't blame them on God. We know God guides us through these situations. God is, God is there for us in these situations. But we don't blame them on God. It's just the circumstances that we happen to be in, in life. Now, we work hard to get better, to get free from some of those circumstances, to change and take dominion over the way we think, what we say, and what we eat, and all that kind of stuff, and then change this because... We get, we get ourselves stuck in circumstances because, you know, we're not eating the right way. We're not thinking the right way. We're not feeling the right way. And so instead of just walking in those things without realizing that do we have the petition to actually take dominion over our emotions and our eating habits and our, our, our uh, addictions, our habits, we have that ability to do that. Instead of doing that, we just walk aimlessly through life thinking that all this stuff happens to us instead of us happening to life. So, that there's a reason for that. There's a purpose for that. You know, in the Bible, uh, I think it's Paul says that consider 
uh, all the trials and tribulation of life to be of good joy. Why would trials and tribulations be joy? Because we gain perspective. We realize how difficult sometimes it's been here. So when we do transition, when we do leave this physical body behind and go, because we are a spiritual being first and foremost, we happen to be in a body at this moment, experiencing this life as it is. But the reality is we will transition out of this physical body and be fully only spiritual beings. And when we transition into that situation and become a fully spiritual being and we ascend to heaven, if you've accepted Jesus Christ into your heart, and I pray the Lord you have, because you don't want to get the perspective of how good it could be in heaven when you're suffering in hell. You don't want to, you don't want to realize even how good this place has been when you're in a place like hell. Hell is a billion times worse than here. Here we still have the presence of God all around us. You may not be conscious of it. We, you may not feel it on a regular basis. You have to concentrate. You have to get rid of the stuff in your life. You have to focus on God in order to feel his presence. But in heaven, it'll just be there all the time. But in hell, you'll never, ever feel it. You'll never, ever feel it. You know, God's presence brings all sorts of things. It brings oxygen. It brings water. It brings all kinds of things. God is in everything. So in hell, there is nothing. There's nothing. There's no water. There's no air. There's no nothing. It's just dark emptiness full of suffering. And you don't want that. I, I promise you, you don't want that. You do not want to learn that perception, that perspective. That perspective of how bad hell is, is not a good thing to learn by going there. You want to learn that now, here, that that's not a place you want to be. Nobody wants to be there. God had to make a place to put these angels who rebelled against God and became demons and then have now to have a place to be put because they can't be in God's presence. They've abandoned God. They've rejected God. And if you reject God, you go there with them. It's very simple. Like, you know, he has to put him somewhere because he is everywhere. He exists everywhere. So he had to create a place where he did not exist. He is not present. And so that's where they will be going at the end and the judgment. That's he has to put him someplace, and so he created a jail, a prison, a a place without the presence of God. No, no love, no compassion, no hope, no no joy, no none of that stuff is there. Nothing. All the evil that the enemy has brought to the planet goes with him. All that stuff, none of the good. And some people are thinking, oh, well, yeah, it'd be cool to give you a party place. Yeah, let's get party. Yeah, rock on. And no, it's not going to be that way at all. It's going to be suffering. Suffering. Non-stop suffering. Do not gain that kind of perception. Anyways, so, yeah, the angels rebelled. And so now God had to cast them down. You know, we're, we're here as, this is a glorious opportunity we have. We go through struggles, we go through trials and tribulations. 
so we gain perspective. Also within that process, we learn to have faith in God. We learn to have a relationship with God. We learn, despite our difficulties, despite all the struggles we're having, we get to focus on God and love him here. And then when we go to heaven, wide open, wide open, where we'll be so blessed to be in the presence of God. And we will, we will have the right kind of perspective. We'll say, wow, remember how difficult it was on earth? Remember how much struggle we had to deal with? Remember how, you know, and then God will be like, yeah. But remember when we spent time worshiping together? Remember when we spent time praying together? Amongst all that enemy around you, I set your table. And we worship together. We fellowship together amongst all the enemies all around you. You did that. That gives you glory in heaven. God's like, you know, not the angels never did that. The angels, okay, you, you, if you remember the story of the prodigal son, the prodigal son, we're the prodigal son, right? And so, and the angels in heaven are the son that is always on the farm, always on the foundation, always there with the father, you know, and does not understand why the father is glorifying the son that was amongst all the filth and the dirt and wasted their uh inherited and wasted their uh all the blessings that they had they were given and then came back because they realized oh my gosh i can't believe that i would ever walk away from someplace that was so wonderful even a servant in my father's house would be treated better than I'm treated out here in the world. And that's exactly how we are. So now we go, oh, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior because even a servant in the kingdom of God is better off than somebody who's free in amongst all this garbage. So I'd rather be a servant. And then God says, no, no, you're not a servant. You're my son. Come, come, be my son, be my daughter. I love you. I want you to be in my home. Here, put on the ring, put on the cloak. You know, let's have a feast. We're having celebration. When you get, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, people always say there's a huge party that happens in heaven because another soul accepts Jesus Christ. Another soul is going to spend eternity in heaven. That's the only reason God created all this physical world for us, for us to gain perspective, for the opportunity to choose God. To choose God amongst all this garbage that's going on. And so then we can say, oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And he said, you don't understand how much I love you. And then we get to accept it, come together, go to heaven. And we can bring heaven here. We can bring the feeling of God's presence in our life here. We can bring healing here. We can bring uh, joy here. We can worship here amongst all the enemy all around. You know, that's in uh, Psalms 24. You know, the Lord, he sets a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anointed my head with, uh, uh, with oil, which means he gives us an anointing to come here in the presence of the enemy who's all around. You know, not as pervasive as God. God is everywhere and everything. But 
the enemy is around as well. Demonic forces are always trying to cause people to do things that we we don't want them to do, do evil. And they just have to give in. They have to acquiesce and say, Yeah, okay, I'm gonna do that evil. I'm gonna I'm gonna abuse that person. I'm gonna kill that person. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal from somebody. I'm gonna all kinds of nasty evil thing prompted by the evil spirit. But we get to come into that situation and bring God's presence into it and peace, joy, and love and walk in that. It's awesome. You know, and this, all your trials and tribulation, you should just say, this is a joyful opportunity. I was saying, you know, some people, you're in a relationship with somebody and you love them they love you and you're in a relationship and everything's good and then all of a sudden you start going well you know if this person did this or that person did this or you know if they stopped doing this all the time it'd be so much better you know and they're always saying these things and it really annoys me or they're always doing this thing that really annoys me and then one day they're gone they pass away you have a divorce you get separated, whatever the situation is, they're gone. Not right away, maybe. Maybe right away, you're like, I get a perspective now. Oh, I miss them. I'm sad they're gone. I'm sad that they're no longer in my life. You know, if they pass away, you'd be like, oh, remember that little annoying thing they did? Man, just to have one more time where they did that annoying thing, one more time. I just... If I just, oh man, I'd give everything to still be in a relationship with that person. I'd be, give everything for them to still be with me. Meanwhile, they may be in heaven, worshiping the Lord and having a wonderful time, but you are here. So that gives you perspective. Mm -hmm.